Coming up on podcast 1628, Rolls-Royce revealed the Spectre, their first full electric vehicle. Stick around, I'll tell you more. Also on the show today, the Moke, it's coming back. It's electric. Also, Cybertruck batteries, where will they be made? And BMW investing to build EVs in the US. Those stories and a lot, lot more coming up on the podcast today. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening around the world. Hey, it's EV News Daily, your trusted source of EV information for Wednesday, 19th of October. My name is Martin Lee, and I go through every EV story, so you don't have to. Uh, Thank you to the sponsor of the podcast this month, and Charge. Make sure you download the app from your app store. Uh, They have a high-level reward right now in the UK on Ionity Chargers. So you answer a few questions about the charge location, get 10 kilometres per station, 60Ks can then be redeemed to spend on Amazon. Five quid in credits every time you reach that milestone. Not only do you earn credits for taking part in the challenges they set you, they want to know the condition of charging stations and you haven't got to report problems, everything's working perfectly, just tick that box and they pass that back to the networks they partner with so they get an up-to-date report on the condition of their Chargers. Download the And Charge app now. Let's start with Renault and Nissan closing in on a deal to save their long-time alliance. They're close to a deal for what is, according to some, a dysfunctional alliance. Peter Campbell writing in the FT.com uh, today that it rescued the Japanese carmaker Nissan from near bankruptcy 20 years ago and was meant to be a model for how rivals work together. Of course, Carlos Ghosn was instrumental at times in keeping the alliance together. The deal under discussion now, says the FT, would reduce Renault's voting rights over its Japanese partner, according to people with knowledge. Uh, Nissan has also agreed to invest in Renault's EV business. The negotiations rewrite the agreement, which gives at the minute Renault much more voting rights over Nissan than they have vice versa. And it's an attempt to restore an alliance which was once seen as an industry blueprint. And of course, when you look back at the electric vehicles that came out of that, the Nissan Leaf, instrumental. The Renault Zoe in the European market, instrumental in moving to EV. Renault is holding their big day on November 8th for Capital Markets, and there'll be details on how they're spinning out their EV businesses. Uh, Nissan could buy up to 15% of the Nissan, uh, the Renault EV business, rather. And Renault would build the electric version of the Nissan Micra. So hopefully those companies can carry on working together, which at the minute has been alliance in... Well, all but name only, you have to admit. I'll pop a link to the FT.com article if you'd like to read more. Now, remember the Moke, the British automaker Moke. I think of this as 1960s kind of ragtop, tiny little, they're probably like 12-inch wheels or, or, or something. And it's finally returning to the US with a highway legal electric Version. Uh, Last sold in the US in 1982. Now they're coming back for a uh, a road legal, highway legal electric vehicle. It's the iconic design, the iconic design of the Moke. You can have, I imagine, so much fun with this. You know, I'm thinking of like California boulevards and driving down the beach and stuff like that. But this could be used to go to your groceries if you fancy something that's not, you know, a buggy or a golf cart. 44 horsepower motor. 80 miles on a charge, top speed of 50. And I'll pop a link to Jalopnik in the show notes. You can have a little 
look at that. But it looks like a moke. So that's really cool. I love stuff like that. Now let's talk about how secondhand electric cars are becoming more popular as people want to go EV. Something that I'm seeing at the moment because we've had our MG a year. Now I got the MG, I remember, uh, just before my mum's 70th. And she's just turned 71. So therefore, I must have had the car a year. And you know what? We have loved that MG ZS EV. We bought it at 15,000 miles. It's now on 30. So to do 15,000 miles in a year shows how much we've loved that vehicle. And, you know, we're growing up as a family, our little fella. uh, And although we're learning that as kids get bigger, as babies turn to small children, uh, the car seats get smaller. Maybe we don't need such a big vehicle. But, you know, the MG isn't a huge vehicle, but I think it's time to change it. I think it's time just to try something else because there's no reason to get rid of it. We love it. And it does all the miles we need. And, you know, it's super affordable. But what to go for? So I've been looking and looking and looking. Now, uh, we paid low 20s for that um, a year ago on a 69 plate. So I'm kind of looking at something late 20s because we've been saving up and we can make a little jump up. So maybe I'm thinking small battery Kona or maybe the new MG4, smaller car, more of a car than a kind of crossover mummy wagon, as my wife likes to call them. Um, So any ideas, let me know. But the used market I've been watching really carefully over the last couple of weeks and second-hand electric cars becoming more popular in the UK with hopes that... Cars that were around, you know, two, three, four years ago as EVs started to become more popular are now coming off of finance agreements. And fleets are playing a really big part in this as well. It's something that I've said for years is going to happen, and we think we're finally seeing more of it in the UK right now with record levels of second-hand electric cars being sold, according to the RAC, up 119% year-on-year. Growth being driven by... People knowing that by 2030, this country is going to ban combustion cars. And so more people wanting to buy electric vehicles. But nearly all, I think nine out of 10 new cars bought with some form of finance. And at the end of that, many people don't buy the car. They just simply chop it in, hand it back, get another one. Used EVs are 3.1% of the UK market right now. And a large volume of those coming onto the secondhand market are thanks to fleets. If you, like me, have been, you know, looking the sites, the kind of auto traders of the world, the kazoos and cinches, and I'm trying to keep an eye on on prices. I think, I think, fingers crossed, something like a nearly new Hyundai Kona premium spec, small battery, that's all we can afford. Um, I'd love something nicer, but, you know beggars and choosers and all that. Uh, I think 39 kilowatt hour battery and probably about 28 and a half. I think. I think that's about where you are because the new one's about 30, but you've got to wait for one. So they haven't really lost much value. And actually the MG hasn't really lost much value. I think I'll put it on for less than we paid for it, but not a huge amount less. Got some work to do on it first though. A couple of small stone chips on the bonnet, um, nothing serious, and one car park door ding. Um, I know it doesn't bother people, but I think I'll get that fixed. I think I'll get it all tidied up. The alloys are fantastic, and uh, the tyres are pretty good. So, yeah, I think apart from that, I'll get it um, wet-vacked and all that and stick it on the market and see how we go. And I'll work out what's next for the EV News Daily driveway. Now, let's talk about how all-electric New car registrations in the US have now exceeded 458,000 for the year so far. According to the latest registration data from Experian, during the first eight months of this year, 458,000 new pure battery electric vehicles registered in the US, 56% more than this time last year. Now, registration data 
lags behind sales and deliveries by a few weeks, but that's fantastic news. And the US market, I mention it all the time, is catching up to Europe and particularly China. So the pure battery electric car market, now 5% of the total number of new car, reg- new car registrations in the US for, uh, compared to 2.5 a year ago. Really good news. Obviously, in the US, Tesla still controls really the bulk of the EV market. It's very, very different over here with more cars to choose from and different price points to choose from. But Tesla is still about two-thirds of the pure electric car segment in the US with 300,000 new registrations this year so far. Um, Up to the end of August... Tesla about 65%, um, 298,000, followed by Ford are doing pretty well, and uh, Hyundai Kia as well. Now, let's talk about headline story. The Rolls-Royce Spectre has been unveiled. We knew it was coming because they kind of teased it. We've seen it in camo. They've sent some press releases out about how the testing was going, but now it's been revealed, and as you can imagine... It's as stunning as a luxury car is going to be. It's coming out in 2024. It's the first all-electric Rolls-Royce. 260 miles of range. Deliveries start this time next year. And it looks like a Rolls-Royce. As in, very long bonnet, very sleek roofline, pillarless doors. TheVerge.com say that Rolls-Royce also didn't divulge the price of the Spectre. But if it slots in between the Cullinan and the Phantom, it's going to be between $350,000 and $450,000. Now, they said that it'll get up to 260 miles of range, about 600 horsepower. Look, there's lots of technology that they can pick from at that price point. So if they want to go for the latest, greatest battery technology... And heck, stuff might change in the next year and a half. When you look at some of the battery technology that's coming out of StoreDot, companies like that, which are now being given to the OEMs to do their bench testing with and get them into real vehicles, that might be a little too optimistic to think, well, a year and a half's time, you know, semi-solid-state batteries for the Rolls-Royce. But certainly they can afford to, you know, push the boat out a little bit uh, because they've got margin there to play with. Um, The Spectre rides on the same platform as the Phantom and the Cullinan. Now, according to Green Car Congress, it has the qualities that have made Rolls-Royce legendary. An amazing car that happens to be fully electric. Now, in combustion world, they spend a lot of time and money making it silent and powerful. Well, in electric world, EVs are naturally silent and and powerful. So it fits perfectly into being a Rolls-Royce. The start of a new chapter, they say, for the company. And uh, the CEO, Torsten Muller-Otvos, says, for this reason, I believe Spectre is the most perfect product that Rolls-Royce has ever produced. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, Well, testing has been happening around the world from the Arctic Circle, uh, minus 40 degrees Celsius all the way down to southern Africa as well. And over half the testing, 55% of testing for this, has been done on the French Riviera. Not because the test drivers fancied a holiday, because, well, on the Côte d'Azur, well, that's where these cars are going to be driven. So, by all means, test it in extreme conditions. But if you really want to get the suspension, uh, they've got what's called the planar suspension system. So it will, let me explain it, decouple the anti-roll bars, allowing each wheel to be independent. It stops the car rocking around. It just gives you a detached feeling 
on an undulating road and it reduces anything those kind of high frequency ride imperfections in road surface it's a rolls royce you're gonna waft you will waft everywhere in this car and rolls royce are now going um electric and all our testing is being done on the kind of roads where these things will be driven right coming up on the podcast soon we'll talk about lexus giving their evs a bigger battery and bmw investing in the u.s stick around those stories are on the way Righty tighty, let's talk Tesla. The Cybertruck battery packs are going to be built at Fremont in California, according to the blog teslarati.com. They'll build the Cybertruck batteries with new cell manufacturing technology in Fremont. Last August, Teslarati reported that they had filed to build a new battery facility on the second floor of the Fremont factory in California. That filing, submitted to the city, relates to the modules they're making for the Cybertruck. Sources familiar with the matter told Teslarati um, the second floor manufacturing line that Tesla filed to build in August will manufacture the Cybertruck packs. Tesla will take 4680 cells made at their Cato Road facility and assemble them there and then ship them to Austin to be made into full Cybertrucks. The battery pack line is being tested with Tesla's automation equipment. Tesla's working to ramp the line as quickly as possible. Now, I thought this was all being done at Texas. I thought this was all being done in Austin. Why are they making the batteries in California? Must be because of that pilot line in Cato Road is close to Fremont. Then they will make the batteries into the packs and then the packs get shipped to Austin, but then they won't be structural. I suppose they still can be. That's quite confusing. I thought the batteries, I thought the point of these gigafactories, Elon Musk said it many, many times. Well, Elon Musk says many things. Uh, The point is that they make, they're going to stop all that and that they're going to make the batteries, the cells, uh, the place they make the cars. Well, hopefully this is a short-term measure. I can't think this would be long-term. It it doesn't make any sense. So I imagine this is just to get the Cybertruck up and rolling and off the production lines, and then maybe that'll change. We'll wait and see. We'll watch it closely. Now, the European-focused Lexus, it's called the UX300E, never talk about it, really, went on sale two years ago as a Lexus electric car. Now they're making the battery pack bigger from 54 to 73 kilowatt hours. The range goes from 196 to 280. That's decent. So rolling on 17s, so not the biggest wheels in the world, a 280 miles for the lexus ux300e not a car that i've really paid much attention to um its battery is the same capacity as the one that goes into the all-wheel drive version of the lexus rz their first ev for the us uh those battery packs come from catl so really good heritage uh from that company since its launch in 2020, it says Green Car reports, more than half of the 10,000 vehicles have gone to Europe. And the updated one goes on sale next May. If you want one regarding future EV plans, of course, Lexus being the posh bit of Toyota, um, they said that their next generation of EVs will be 800 volts. And back in the US, executives telling Green Car reports uh, that Toyota's EVs will be about efficiency. Efficiency, not range. Whereas Lexus will go for range with big batteries. So uh, wait and see how that plays out. I'm just delighted that Toyota are talking about electric vehicles rather than running attack ads of people standing in the desert waiting and looking at their watch while their shabby hybrids drive past. I mean, that's just, for me, a massive win. So more of that, please, Toyota. They Look, they know if they want to be a company in 10 years' time that in certain markets they're going to have to sell electric vehicles reluctantly 
probably, and don't like to admit it because they're going to lose their lead in hybrid. It's all they've got, really, is, is that hybrid technology. So um, hopefully they can put a bit of weight behind uh, their electric vehicles, and we look forward to seeing some more BMW, I mentioned yesterday, into their hydrogen stuff, like Toyota. But this is good news. They're investing $1.7 billion to build EVs in the U.S., saying earlier today they'll spend that money in the U.S. Um, And the latest announcement from yet another car maker that has said, hey, we're going to build the vehicles in North America. You wonder why? Well, that would be because of recent legislation, which gives tax advantages and incentives to the buyers of cars assembled in North America. BMW says it'll make the billion-dollar investment in South Carolina to prepare for EV production and $700 million on the high-voltage battery assembly line in Woodruff, South Carolina, creating 300 more jobs. BMW said the Chinese renewable group Envision, uh, they will supply the batteries. They'll build the battery plant in South Carolina, 30 gigawatt hours a year. Now let's move on and talk about a new fast charging network coming to Europe. It's going to be by Renault and their mobility arm, which is called Mobilize. Again, mentioned this yesterday as well. And they're going to build out 200 fast charging stations by the middle of 2024. 90 of them in France, um, every 93 miles or 150 kilometers on trunk roads. The first ones open in the coming months. Uh, The remaining 110 stations in Belgium, Italy and Spain. The fast chargers will be at Renault dealerships, so very good locations. And the network will have standalone sites. So Renault are going to build standalone EV charging facilities. They'll have six ultra-fast chargers, and they said they'll put charge in up to 400 kilowatts. So not 350s, but up to 400, which is mega. And there's going to be somewhere to get coffee, snacks, use their Wi-Fi, charge your phone or your laptop and have a rest as well, which is just brilliant. Mega news, Renault. Well done. Bravo. Now, question of the week. Taking a break for a while, but it will return. And thanks to all of our Patreon partners. Couldn't do it without all of your support from businesses to individuals. To whatever level you support out, thanks to our premium partners, Phil Roberts of Electric Future, Brad Crosby, Porsche of The Village in Cincinnati, Audi of Cincinnati East, Volvo Cars of Cincinnati East, National Car Charging on the US mainland and Aloha Charge in Hawaii, Derek Riley and his EV Review Island YouTube channel. Richard is running rsev.co.uk for buying and selling EVs in the UK. Octopus Electric Universe is global public charging made simple with one app and one map. And book yourself a break at milbrookcottages.co.uk. Five-star luxury cottages in Devon. Have a good one. See you tomorrow. And remember, there is no such thing as a self-charging hybrid.